Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today, we ask, how did poetry help me? And how can poetry begin to help you? I'm going to share about first how poetry helped me. Today, you can expect more people, especially men, to be open to sharing their feelings. The American culture is slowly moving away from the stereotype of the poorly communicating couple, the emotionless strongman, and towards something akin to an older sibling who talks to you about why you're upset and shares with you a story about a time they were upset too. This shift is monumental. As a young man who grew up idolizing the action stars of the 90s, who looked for strong male characters to emulate, I used to believe bottling up emotions and holding them inside was the right thing to do. And when I did express myself, it was like a mini volcanic eruption of ash and pumice. I would bring up circumstances from the past that annoyed me when I exploded. I was passive-aggressive, and the heat from this slowly oozing resentment scarred the person I was in conflict with. It was a relationship lava that scarred and burned the ground of our connection with its steady and hazardous flow. This no longer works, and our culture agrees. Our emotions bring vibrant color to life. Love, displeasure, serenity, fear, anger, sadness, ecstasy, terror, disgust, embarrassment, elation, joy. These are all a different shade. Hundreds of books have been written on the power of expressing our emotions, and dozens of them have hit the top sellers list in the past two decades because people want to know how to express themselves. There are TED Talks and documentaries on being vulnerable that have gone viral because they're hitting core needs in people that aren't being met. A new age of expression and communication is upon us, and you're a player in the grand story. Just by listening to this podcast, you're working on your communication skills, picking up new emotionally intelligent tools, and expanding your consideration for philosophy. So let's get back to how poetry helped and how it supported me with my emotions. First off, I'm horrible at writing poetry. I have this childish tendency to want it to rhyme. And it takes me a while to write a simple and short poem. I prefer to use metaphors to illustrate the emotions I'm feeling at the time of writing, and I hope that they do justice for the experience I had. Then, at the end of any poem I write to help me understand my emotions, I put a positive twist on it. So, how can you do that too? Well, first off, is the easy part, which is writing down the experience you had and what you feel about it. All you're doing is recounting details, making observations, and stating how you feel. If you feel stuck, 
take a deep breath, and remember that this is a creative expression. It doesn't have to be life or death if you're having trouble. I've been writing shitty poetry for nearly a decade now, and I still get stuck. Here's an example of a poem that took days to write for a series called The Mermaid. Upon my boat I've sailed the seas, the seven oceans I've felt their breeze. But once I laid my eyes on you, I fell in love, that much is true. The moonlit sky upon your face, the mermaid tail you wave with grace. I wave high back and a smile appears on my lips from ear to ear. A creature with beauty just like yours makes pirates plunder in treasure troves or allows the sun to set at night so the stars may shine with their own light. You're on my mind all night and day. Upon my chest I wish you lay, and soon we will embrace again, for you are my dearest and closest friend. And guess what I do if I cannot think of a word that rhymes with the last word that I used? I look up on Google words that rhyme with banana. Examples of this are bandana, savannah, indiana, mexicana. You're allowed to use the crutch of a rhyme database to help you express yourself. You're human, not a poetic dictionary. And as you begin to dabble with poetry, you'll come across a poem, and it's eloquent and beautiful, and you'll want to live in the imagery. Your own poems? They don't have to be like that. They can be as intricate or simple as you want them to be. Because writing poetry is about writing for you. And even I write my poems for me, and if I like them enough, then I share them. When I first started, the hardest part of this was expressing myself through words, because I was not used to acknowledging my emotions. When I would feel an emotion so deeply that it's difficult to put into words, I used the same trick that is used for writer's block to get past it. And that trick is to write about how it's difficult. Here's an example for a poem I was writing, and it became hard to express myself, so I started to write about how it was hard to express myself. It's difficult converting feelings into words, like catching a fish, throwing it in the air, and demanding it fly like a bird. Being a learned introvert in an extrovert world, would you believe me if I told you I'm a wolf more comfortable in gentle sheep fur? Emotions are like the ocean, with fluidity as their only state, a constant form of flux with no definitive shape. If you've waded in the waters long enough, you know just what I mean, becoming exhausted quickly with the constant battles of fighting against the stream. And what does this poem mean? I'm not totally sure, but it sounds good to me. And that's what matters. A friend said to me once that the beauty of poetry is that there is a no-man's land between conversation and music. With conversation, you hit the conscious mind with concepts or ideas. And with music, you hit the subconscious mind through memories and emotions. Poetry, then, he called the no-man's land between the conscious and the unconscious mind. It's a direct path to ideas and to emotions and it's a bit easier to accomplish than telling a great story. 
So, how can you put this all together and write poetry to help you with your emotions, like I wrote poetry to help with mine? First, write down the circumstances that are making you feel something deeply. Then, write down the emotions that you feel. And finally, add a positive twist. This positive twist is how I prefer to work, though it doesn't always have to be that way. I write positive twists for me because I can get lost when sitting in the depths of my emotions. I want to frame things in a manner that encourage me to change my circumstances. The positive twist is how I'm going to improve myself or my life by learning a new skill or pivoting my mindset. What are the benefits? Well, it's fun, a little challenging, and it gets the mind churning over ways to express. If you've never written a poem before, your first one might be tough, so pat yourself on the back for trying something new. If you're an experienced and prolific writer, try adding that positive twist, read it back to yourself, and check in with your emotions. It's all about a little change in the direction of your mindset. Even if it's only one degree, your new trajectory in the long haul will be drastically different. So what thing, event, or emotion would you like to try writing poetry about? What is coming up for you right now? Can you spare a few minutes and give it a try? Can you make some time to attempt a poem later today or tomorrow? How might writing poetry help you? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.